Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, good morning and welcome to Your Partner in Law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick from the law firm of Gregorick & Associates, conveniently found on the World Wide Web at rjglegal.com. Give us a call. Hey, we're uh, live and in studio this morning again, week after week after week. We're approaching 20 years on air, Scott. That's kind of crazy. Scott Ralston's in the house right, this that's morning. That's right. I've been on there for, what, like four, uh, 12, 13 years now. It's been a while. Yeah. A long time. You know, and everybody tells us eventually we're going to get good at it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we have a lot of fun doing it, and I think one of the most fun parts about the radio, of course, is talking to everyone, but really meeting people. You know, meeting them at our events, when they come into the office, um, just out about town we meet a lot of people, so it's kind of interesting. I've oftentimes found a kind of interesting, Scott, we might be out at the mall or things like that, and there's some of our tote bags people are using to bring the groceries home or whatever from the malls, ones they've uh, picked up um, from us, so that's always kind of fun. But, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit today about kind of the broad, big scope of estate planning, life planning, elder law. We're going to put it all kind of together under the context of the generic term estate planning. And, you know, kind of what it's all about and why we would look towards doing these things. And then most importantly, what I would like to do is plant the seed for most folks that estate planning is a lifelong process and it should be, to be most effective, multi-generational where we're building wealth from one fam from one generation down through the generations such that unlike businesses when they pass the business down to the next generation it's usually destroyed and there's no more business so how do we successfully build wealth and then successfully pass it down through the generations might we need some cooperation from our kids and our grandkids and the type of planning and how do we go about doing that is you know we we look and we start about you know, planning, and it's in all of our heads at all ages. People are kind of thinking about this, but starting to put it all together doesn't really start to come to the forefront of our thinking process until we get up until this mythical thing called retirement age. And then all of a sudden people start saying, oh, gee, what should I do or what's next? That's one trigger for people to do it. The other trigger is they have a bad event. Someone's injured, someone becomes ill, someone prematurely dies. Now, that's a rough time to start your planning. So we kind of look at life going through, for most of us, you know, there's always exceptions, but for most of us, a normal progression of life might be go to school, graduate, go to college perhaps, or go into your career. You start your career, you know, people marry, or maybe today they're hooking up some other way. And, talking, I believe is the phrase. Yeah, yeah, they talk, and then, <laughs> and then, you know, then there's children, and then there's the raising of the children through their adolescence, and then some are off to college, some are off to work, and by that time we're starting to say, "Oh boy, we're at this great part of our life," and then all of a sudden retirement starts creeping up on us, and 
lo and behold, uh, just like with me, I became a grandpa here just very recently. And so now people are grandparents. And then we're supposed to be looking for those wonderful, I used to call them golden years. I'm hearing a lot of silver years, but we'll, we'll go with our, you know, our retirement years. And then what happens? And then, of course, we die. So the cycle of life, if you will. But how do we kind of keep that going? And what do we do with all of the dynamics that interfere with our life? And I would suppose that one of the biggest ones is the area that uh, you've been involved with for many years of your career is how divorces derail all this stuff and make a mess of things and how to fix that. But yet about half of the folks we see coming into the office are in blended families. They're not original first marriages, uh, close to half. And it's interesting you bring that up because the two things that I see that can really derail life planning, you know, planning towards your retirement are divorce and then the other is incapacity, is the other that can really derail a plan. Well, and especially when that incapacity comes and you don't have a plan. That's the problem. You know, is what's going to happen now? And now we get to rely on the government. And I guess we all know how efficient that is and how effective that is. And then it's very simple to use. There's very little bureaucracy involved. I'm being a little facetious, of course. Most of us, when presented with our options, are going to choose a private option that we choose that fits us rather than some generic you know, Walmart version of estate planning that the government would provide for us through, you know, the laws of intestacy and guardianship and uh, things of that nature, because, you know, those have harsh results sometimes. And for most of us, the thing about relying on a court to make decisions for you is you walk in the door hoping for a result, but there's usually two sides, each hoping for a different result. Generally, at least one of those sides is going to be upset if not both, because sometimes the court sits there and says, you know, there's so much family strife here that this sibling wants to be in charge and this one wants to be in charge, but they've had a lifelong history of not getting along. Why in the world is the court going to choose one over the other? They're kind of looking at two bad choices. We might analogize this to people have said this about presidential elections, which is the lesser of two evils. Well, in the presidential election, you vote A or B or you don't vote. Or, you, you know, you kill your vote with some other way. Here with the um, the judge, he does have a different option. He doesn't have to choose one of you, you know, one over the other. He can simply choose a neutral third party. And both sides then are sitting there going, well, that's not what we wanted. <laughs> and you see that, I mean, it's got a thousand times, right? It's Yeah, and I can see it coming sometimes. As soon as people come through the door, I'm like, oh. There's a good chance this is going to head up in that direction because of family strife, as you say. And so how do you avoid, you know, we're kind of talking about some of these things that can happen, but how do you avoid these things? What do you do to actually set in motion your own plan to avoid, you know, the court system making these decisions for you and your family? Well, you know, and this is really the essence of our program. You you know, somehow have to come to grips with the fact that each of us needs to do our own planning to provide for ourselves, our families, our businesses if we're a business owner, and, you know, whatever our extended family obligations are. None of that happens by caveat. Nothing happens because I want it to happen. Nothing happens because I've always told everyone that's what it's going to do. One of the, I have had so many people in absolute tears over the years because we tell them they have to leave the family home. This might be a child that's been living in the family home for 20 years with the parents during the parents' senior years. 
Mom and dad always said, well, of course, honey, you can have the house. You have a place to live for the rest of your life. Well, mom and dad die. They haven't done a proper estate plan. There's other children. They don't have enough assets. The house has to be sold. And there the son or daughter, the family member is literally crushed because they were always told what was going to happen. Mom and dad, if you want it to happen, it's real simple. You've got to put it in paper, number one, proper legal documents, properly drafted, properly executed, and these would be wills, trust, powers of attorney, healthcare directives, all those types of core basic estate planning documents that all of us have, and then we want to talk about those things. If I have three children, but I want my daughter to get the house because she's been my caregiver, I need to do something special in my estate plan to make that happen. I have to do specific gifts. I have to spell that out. What terms and conditions? What does that mean? Many folks, when they start looking at that, they go, oh dear, then my other two children are going to be upset about that. The answer is maybe. They're going to be most upset, though, if they find out about it after you become incapacitated or die. So we're a big advocate of family meetings, openness, transparency in the estate planning. That's going to help prevent a lot of problems. Because nine out of ten problems is, you know, arise out of suspicion. We don't know if there's a problem yet. I mean, we've had cases, Scott, where I remember one here a few years ago where a fiduciary would not release an accounting out of stubbornness, let's just say. You know the case. I do. And yet, what was the result of that? Every single nickel was accounted for. One of the best accountings we'd ever seen. Yep. And, it, it was and pristine. It, it was just, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. That type of case. And we've, we've had actually a few of those. Now, they're a little less common, but we've had a few where basically the person that was making the financial decisions was doing a fantastic job. They were accounting for every single nickel, but they just weren't going to communicate that to the other kids. Yeah, it was just, you know, um, I'll just pick on it, the alpha male of the family. There's you know, three or four kids involved here, and mom and dad picked one, and they felt anointed. Well, I'm the chosen one, and therefore, you know, I don't need to tell you guys anything. Well, and this is, <laughs> this is part of, you know, what you and I talk about all the time is proper planning. And part of proper planning is not just the documentation. It is actually sitting down and talking with the attorney and talking about the family dynamics because these are not things that started yesterday. There is a need when you sit down and do your planning to actually have an honest discussion about your family dynamics. If you've got kids that don't get along or you're in a second relationship, second marriage, for instance, and you've got a, a new new spouse or significant other that does not get along with your kids and vice versa. Um, you know, these are the kinds of things that you need to sit down and talk about with an attorney so that you can make uh, realistic decisions and put together realistic plans. And you need to be challenged. And if you're, you're, you're not going to be challenged in putting together your plan, then there is the potential that your plan could end up uh, with a lot of problems and with that court proceeding, whether it's pre-death or post-death. Yeah, it's a huge problem, folks, and we'd love to hear from you, and we're going to open up the phone lines now. we got uh, our buddy Brian in there just dying to talk to you, and he says, call me, 888-973-5476. That gets you right on air live with KTTH and Cairo, 888 973 
888-528-5476. Remember, you can always call us at the office as well or get us on the web. Schedule your free consultation. Don't delay. Get them a good time for you and uh, get your family's life planning up to date. We're going to take a quick break, and after that, your calls at 888-973-5476. Your partner in law, we're going to be right back. I have to tell you, what a relief for my wife and me when we got signed up for long-term care coverage. The more I learned about the fact that nearly three out of four of us will need some form of long-term care in our retirement, there are so many issues at play. For some people, they can't afford it and they become a burden on their friends and family. For others, you do have money set aside, but it wipes out everything that you've saved. And maybe most importantly, it's about having a plan so that all your children have to do is carry out your wishes. It's not a burden on them. And that's why I love the advice we got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. We started by going to one of Brian's free classes, and that's what I recommend you do to find out about all the different plans they offer. Brian does have a few classes coming up this month. Seats are limited, so sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. You'll get a free copy of Brian's book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Retirement, what does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation. 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a partner-in-law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a complicated consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Well, good morning, Puget Sound. We had some technical difficulties that we've now overcome, and we're back with you live on Sunday morning, on a beautiful Sunday morning in the Puget Sound. And uh, like I said, we just had some technical difficulties, so we're now joining you live. So please feel free to join in the conversation, uh, the conversation that's about to begin. And what we're going to do is kind of pick up on the theme of last week's show and 
talk about what happens when your plan kind of goes awry on you. And Scott but, Ralston you know is here with me. And, Not to segue, but, I mean, when, when your plan goes awry, it's good to have a backup plan. It like is. We did this morning. Yeah. Wasn't that awesome? That was in action this morning. Yeah, so if you want to give us a call and you want to join in the conversation, it's 888-973-5476. We are live in studio. We'll take your questions. If you've got a question about estate planning, maybe you've got a trust dispute question, maybe you've got a family law question. Uh, maybe you got a business business question, something about a, an LLC or a corporation or any sort of a succession planning question. We're here. We've got some you know some expertise, and we can chat with you, and we can work with you, and and talk with you a little bit about you yeah. Know, we'll take creative reps, recipes for corn, you know, that's corn right, even cabbage and things of that nature as well, since it's that yeah. season, right? So that's we'll right. Take all Ted, of those. Ted and I are big eaters. Yeah, we're we, big eaters. We like our food and we like cooking. So if you got a good recipe, give us a call. Yeah, we'll just mix it up a little bit. Again, eight 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 nine seven three five four seven six. If you want to join us, uh, so before the break, we were talking a little bit about. Uh, planning, which was, you know, the theme of our show generally. Uh, but what we were kind of talking about is is making sure that when you do do your planning that you sit down and you talk with an attorney. And, you know, that was last week's show. We talked a little bit about being honest with your attorney, being challenged by your attorney. And one of the mistakes that I often see when either a Oh, how should we say it? A less than qualified attorney does an estate plan or somebody does their own estate plan is the the danger in not being challenged. Because when you are not challenged and you are not questioned and you're not asked about your family dynamics, it can lead to tremendous difficulties in terms of the implementation of your plan. Because when that plan is not appropriate, it's got the wrong people in place, it's got the wrong provisions in place, you can end up with all kinds of problems in litigation. Um, you know, it's expensive, number one. It is also very damaging to the family. Yeah, and this is one of those areas where cheap is not better. Um, we talk about this all the time, and of course these products are available online and they're available from any number of sources, neighbors sometimes, people like that that just literally copy their neighbor's documents and insert their I, names into I, the documents. I've had that. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I kid you not, I've had the, the neighbors of plan where you know 99% of the names in the will were changed, but not 100%. And yeah. so the neighbor's name ended up in my client's will. <laughs> yeah, perhaps sometimes even as a beneficiary, right? And good luck on doing that sometimes, right? So. That's that's one of those things that we talk about. So this is one of those areas where we want you to take care to make sure that you're talking to an estate planning attorney. First of all, all attorneys, Scott, have a general knowledge from law school about wills and trusts for the most part, but not all of them execute the documents in the same way. For example, you and I, we don't touch things like criminal law. It's just not our specialty area. There are other areas in the law we just we, we don't touch because we're not proficient in that area. Well, it's it's you know one of the things that people assume is that lawyers know how to practice all areas of law, whereas, you know, we're really much more like doctors. You know, we, you, you'll go to, you know, a vascular surgeon for, you know, heart issues, uh, blood flow issues, et cetera. You'll go to uh, uh, pediatrics for your kids. You know, I mean, so there are different doctors for different areas of treatment. It's the same with attorneys yep. in that attorneys practice various areas of law 
and they limit the practice as the appropriate. We do not specialize. We are, we are not experts in any particular area, but what we do is we limit our practice. We certainly focus. In that yeah. way, what it does is it allows us to, you know, focus on that particular area because these different areas of law can, can differ greatly. We have, you know, immigration law is so, so much different than estate planning. I mean, yes. they're just, they're totally different. Yeah. And so, and and what happens, and I, and I know that you've experienced this as well, Ted, is sometimes um, attorneys will, you know, venture into estate planning because they think it's easy and they just do the will for a client that they've represented for a while and think that, you know, that they've they've done a good job and not even know when they have made mistakes either in the actual document themselves so that the document itself is not an enforceable document or in the substance of the document where the document is bad for the circumstances and does not accomplish what the client intended to accomplish or it accomplishes some sort of unintended consequence that results in a rather expensive uh, problematic issue that yeah. arises. And unfortunately, the time you find out is the time it doesn't work, right? And that's what we don't want to find people facing is when you actually need the document to, to, to be able to give the power to the person you intended to give the power to, you better make sure that that stuff is lined up. You know, that is always the case. And, we, and, and that is a general rule right there for all different types of areas, whether it's an estate planning document or a contract for purchase of real estate or it's a contract with a business. Um, perhaps you have a general contractor that's working on a project. Because I deal with a lot of different areas of litigation besides dealing with estate planning, I can tell you that when a lot of clients come to me, they come to me after the fact and they come to me with a contract or the absence of a contract when problems arise. And if you're you're engaging in different types of transactions, whether, you know, like I say, it's maybe an improvement to your house, maybe it's purchasing new property, employment agreement, whatever, you, you really should be talking to an attorney in advance. So we're going to take a quick break. And, and Nora, we know you're out there. We're going to come back to you here in a few minutes. We've got to do a news break real quick, and then we'll come back to your question. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. This is Michael Medved. Financial experts will tell you that you should have a plan in place for the high cost of long-term care. If your plan consists of using your savings to pay for any long-term care needs in the future, then take a moment to contact 
contact 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. They will show you how to set up an asset-based plan using a portion of your existing savings. Now, this way you maintain control of your money and you're guaranteed to get your money back even if you don't need long-term care. For every dollar you put in today, 525 Advisors will show you how to get 3 to $4 back in tax-free long-term care protection. Call 525 Advisors today to learn how you can put a portion of your savings to work and protect your family and the rest of your assets from the high cost of long-term care. Call today at 425-748-8188. That's 425-748-8188 at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Hey, it's John Curley, and I'm here with Rick Gregorick. Rick, after attending a few of your events, one of the things that really stood out to me is how proper planning can really give you and your family and loved ones peace of mind. It really does, John. At Gregorick & Associates, we are a planning firm, and my personal life experiences are what led me into estate and elder law planning. I've learned that through education, individuals and families can significantly reduce their risk and anxieties. We all face the likelihood of disability during our lives. A proper legal life plan can give you control of your care and the management of your financial affairs, and most of all, peace of mind. Absolutely. The peace of mind, knowing that everything has been taken care of, is just so important. Schedule a complimentary consultation with Rick. He'll take the time to go through everything with you and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregg. Welcome back to Your Partner in Law. This is Scott Ralston live in studio with Ted Hansen. Beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, well, it was a beautiful day yesterday. Well, we're talking we're talking estate planning. We have a call from Nora down in Renton. How you doing, Nora? I'm doing great. Thank well, thanks, you. Thanks for holding on. Yeah, thanks for holding on. We know you've been holding for a few minutes, so we much appreciate that. You have a question concerning your father and some paperwork, and it sounds like maybe a second marriage. Yes. Um, my father passed away 10 years ago, and he had all the paperwork in line and all the transfer on death, power of attorney, talked to my brother and I, blah, 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 and... He had a terrible time telling his wife, who was very hung up on financial matters, about the fact that he was leaving my brother and I each $100,000. And he also left us each an annuity that went on for like five years. So, sadly, the woman who handled our financial uh, matters, and she did a really good job. They were great about it. Uh, One piece of mail must have gone to my stepmother, and she found out about it. And, you know, he had had trouble with her all the 20 years they were married. She was very difficult. They got married when she was, he was uh, 60. I think, 69. So that late in life, they got married. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when she found out about it, she was pretty upset. And 
I don't know how he could have handled her differently because, I mean, I lived with her for 20 years. I mean, I... Yeah, and these are now. yeah. These are always tough situations. We, you know, these are this this second type of relationship where both individuals are, you know, coming to uh, this relationship. Maybe one or both have kids from a prior relationship. These can be, you know, real planning difficulty uh, situations, and we deal with them a lot. We, you know, it's a blended marriage, is what this would be right. referred to as, and. You know, there. This is. We know that there's lots of listeners that are out there and that are dealing with the same thing. Because, you know, as a parent, you want at least some, under most circumstances, if not all, of your estate to go to your kids. Okay, it is very common for parents that are in a second relationship to do planning either before they get married, which is definitely the more appropriate way, or they do planning after they have been married and. You know, that involves, you know, quite a bit of of work and quite a bit of advice, but it involves, you know, in some circumstances it would involve a premarital agreement and two separate estate plans or a postmarital agreement and two separate estate plans. Or they can do a single estate plan, but it requires a lot of definition as to what the assets are, and it can be, you know, problematic doing just a single estate plan if the parties do not abide by the terms under the estate plan because then at the end there sometimes can be some confusion. So it does require a lot of skill. And you are right that it does create some sort of uh, difficulties within the families when you have one of the parties or both of the parties that's involved resistant to or difficult to communicate with, etc. So these are very difficult situations that need to be dealt with because they don't resolve themselves, as I'm sure you came to realize when you were, you know, living through this situation yourself. And Uh, she she had three stepchildren and had been divorced twice. He lost two wives. I mean, it was, it was very, but, you know, he did the right thing as far as all the legal documents, Mm -hmm. the lawyers, I mean... It, but the sad part is, is that she felt that he should have left money to each stepchild. Well, you know, her, her, on, to, her her kids, to, to her kids, kids you're talking. Her yes, yeah. okay. yes, yes. So well, I mean, that that is, you know, a, a whole other issue. But the fact that he could not, he did not, he wasn't able to get her to listen. I know, I do know that. Yeah, well, part of the problem, part of the problem we talk about in these kind of situations is what we call transparency. And in this case, particularly with this issue with respect to who's getting what and when, uh, this is a critical issue that you need to discuss ahead of time to head off these kinds of problems going forward, right? And like Scott said, usually that takes the form of either a prenuptial agreement in many cases, uh, which is the the best way to plan, Correct. probably. Yeah, and, that's right. and then postnuptials get done, but postnuptials always get done under a different set of circumstances because now you're married, right? So so those kind of things uh, need to be thought about up front. But transparency is, is very important, and you hear a lot of discussion on this show about people that are not forthcoming with information and things of that nature. And I'll tell you right now, if you plan ahead of time and have this discussion beforehand, you eliminate these kind of problems in, in the future. Yeah. And even with a, he did have a prenuptial, but I'm just, I think the point the listeners should know is even with all this paperwork, that conversation has to happen, even yes. if it's in front of 
Absolutely. You know, and that is a really good point. And we, we do, you're, you're correct. We need to have those discussions and whether they're in the context of uh, a second relationship, second marriage, or they're in the context of just a big family meeting with, with all of the involved children and the involved uh, mm-hmm. spouse or partner. You're right. We, and we're big advocates of having a family discussion and, and making sure that everyone understands. It also, having that discussion helps make that plan work and make that plan enforceable because it's not a surprise. It's something that everybody okay. knew about. Yeah. The secret plan um, is can be very problematic, and it can be problematic from a legal standpoint yeah. because it gets challenged. It breeds litigation. It breeds, yeah, it breeds litigation. And then the secret plan also is, uh, you know, I, wor- I used the word earlier, can be very damaging to the family. It can cause tremendous disappointment and, and anger when individuals are expecting something to be different than what it turns out, and mom or dad or spouse is is deceased and not there to talk about why it is they did yeah. what they did. Yeah. That's right. So, exactly. But, but thank you very much yeah, for, the for the call, call. Nora. We're going to take a quick break. We appreciate the call. It's a great call, and you're, and you're right. This is exactly the kind of situation that really needs to be addressed and, and headed off. So we'll be back here in a couple minutes. Your partner-in-law, if you've got a question, one 973 My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated, you've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner-in-Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner-in-Law with Rick Gregrick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. I have to tell you, what a relief for my wife and me when we got signed up for long-term care coverage. The more I learned about the fact that nearly three out of four of us will need some form of long-term care in our retirement, there are so many issues play for some people they can't afford it and they become a burden on their friends and family for others you do have money set aside but it wipes out everything that you've saved and maybe most importantly it's about having a plan so that all your children have to do is carry out your wishes it's not a burden on them and that's why i love the advice we got from brian ott and 525 advisors we started by going to one of Brian's free classes, and that's what I recommend you do to find out about all the different plans they offer. Brian does have a few classes coming up this month. Seats are limited, so sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. You'll get a free copy of Brian's book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of Your Partner-in-Law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. 
Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregorick & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law. With Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. All right, little Tom Petty. Get you going in the morning. Scott, that last call was uh, was quite on point with things that we talk about all the time. And that's a situation where the uh, plan was in place, but some other things didn't take place, like communication. Things of that nature. Yeah. That's... And we talk about these secret plans, and you started talking about this before we took the break and how damaging the secret plans can be. And, folks, uh, I tell you what, we get this all the time. It's real out there. Well, don't keep it secret. You know, just at yeah. least have a discussion. You don't have to tell your kids. I always tell people this. You don't have to tell them what you have, but tell them what you've got, right? Show them the documents at the very least, right? Yeah, and, and I've run into, you know, there's, there's diff- different variations on the secret plan, but I've run into two categories of the secret plan. Uh, category number one is where we're just going to use dad, okay? Dad is telling children you're going to get X, Y, and Z. This is my plan. Okay. Well, what's sitting in the drawer or sitting in the safe deposit box is not what dad is telling the kids. Okay. I have run into that situation several times and, you know, I'll, I'll have a group of kids or one kid schedule an appointment, come in and they'll bring, you know, a copy of dad's document that they have received in the mail because a probate has been filed and they'll say, this is nothing like what dad told us. Yeah. And there's very little under those circumstances unless there is a challenge that can be mounted against that document. And let's say it's a will. Maybe there's a will contest potential because there was undue influence or there was uh, lack of capacity. But under my scenario, that's that's not the situation. It's just that dad did a different plan than what he told the kids. Yeah. And I've run into that several times. And, you know, that's... That's I, I suppose that is your prerogative if that's what you want to do, uh, and you know after you pass away you're not here to pick up the pieces. But it is it is very hurtful and harmful to children to do something like that. Well, it is, and that last call illustrates uh, a more common theme, and that is these blended families. And mm-hmm. and and does one parent uh, necessarily have to provide for the other spouse's children when they're not their biological children? We get a lot of this as well, and. And I think the rub comes there when you feel like you've been cut out or something like that. But the reality of it is, is you don't owe any duty to anybody other than your biological children, perhaps, to pass on anything to them. So this happens, and sometimes we see just the opposite, where the biological parent skips their own children and gives the money to the stepkids, to stepkids right? Correct. For correct. whatever reason, right? The, and, and But there's always this rub, Scott, when you have these blended second marriages – uh, the, the rub between taking care of the surviving spouse and then taking care of the children. And, and generally speaking, the priority usually is taking care of the surviving spouse to some degree and then taking care of the children. And then, of course, the children are always watching 
what the surviving spouse is doing to make sure that their money isn't getting spent down. And these are the things that we get all the time. These are real people, and this is why we talk to you about being transparent about things like this, or at the very least, have a meeting before you go to the point of planning so that you can walk into that meeting with an understanding about you know, who's getting what, who's going to manage what, and how it's all going to fare it out. And do that ahead of time. You have a lot less problems for challenges if you do it ahead of time than if you don't. You do. And, and again, what it does is it helps in, in a few respects. One respect that it helps in is, is it helps with just the family dynamics. It helps avoid a lot of hurt and pain when you actually explain your plan and what the rationale is behind your plan with regard to everyone that it's going to affect. Um, And then the other reason that you do it is, and and have this this openness, is to avoid your plan being challenged. Because whenever there is the secret plan, there's always the potential for it to be challenged. Yep, and usually, like Scott said, those come in one of two forms. Either it's undue influence or it's somehow uh, the person lacked capacity to do what they did. And this is generally the arena that we find ourselves in when we have these kind of contests. Um, but you do have to have a basis for it, right? So it's not just I don't like what I'm getting and therefore I'm challenging this, right? You have to have some basis by which you challenge the issue. Correct. You do, of course, have to have it. And it's a fairly high standard to meet in order to proceed with a will contest. And timeline sensitive as well. And very timeline sensitive, actually. uh, But but it's, it's a difficult action to proceed with. But avoid it. Yeah. And And the reason that you avoid it is is so that your plan isn't subject to somebody else challenging it. And we are, you know, big obviously big fans of planning, but we always tell people to plan early and plan often. What does that mean? Well, first of all, plan while you still have capacity. And second of all, revisit your plan periodically as your circumstances and your family's circumstances change. We will be back after this brief and rather crude interruption for our commercials. Your partner in law. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a partner-in-law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, 
I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Hey, it's John Curley, and I'm here with Rick Gregorick, host of Your Partner in Law. You're listening to it right now. And Rick, after attending a few of your events, while I was just so impressed with how much I learned and the detail and the importance of all the information that you provide. Well, you know, John, thank you very much for that. You know exactly why we do this. We've talked a lot about it. My own personal experiences really put me into this business. And what I've learned over the years is through proper education, developing the proper life plan for you is absolutely crucial, regardless of your wealth or lack thereof. You need to have a life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your assets in the event of your disability or following your death. You absolutely do, Rick. And Hey, if you're interested in attending one of Rick's events, go to yourpartnerinlaw.com or just schedule a complimentary consultation with Rick. And he'll take the time to go through everything with you and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Oh, a local favorite, little Jimi Hendrix. Beautiful Sunday morning in Seattle, folks. Let it rain. All right. Scott, before we took the break, we were talking about this issue of transparency and how this can really derail families and derail planning situations. And we were just talking at the break about how unintended consequences occur by people not doing things that they should have done and having things lined up properly. And some of this comes from bad advice from attorneys that don't do estate planning and they don't point things at the instrument. There. Yeah, we, we and that's kind of been the general theme of the of the show is you know making sure that you have a plan is of course always our recommendation, but the transparency in having the plan as well. And you know we talked a little bit early in the show about making sure that you sit down and talk with an attorney, someone that challenges you, someone that questions you, someone that 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 really does this as a part of their daily practice. And you know we, you know you and I, because we both do some litigation, and I I do quite a bit. You do a little bit less so than I do. Thankfully, but the <laughs> the situations that I see, they're they're all similar and they're all different. But a lot of these situations arise with unintended consequences, whether it's through planning with someone that really shouldn't be doing planning because it's not a, a core focus of their practice or people that do their own estate plan. And, you know, we've, we've talked about it a lot on the show before, but your assets need to correlate with your planning because if you do, for instance, a will-based plan – and you fail to change your accounts to correlate with your plan. And what we mean by that is, let's say you have all kinds of payable on death or transfer on death, joint with right of survivorship accounts, 
and then you go and you execute a will thinking that it changes those accounts, it may or may not do so. And if it does not do so, we end up a lot of times with these, quote, unintended consequences. Yeah, and most likely, most often the answer is you can't change what's already in place. I mean, that's, yeah, it's in, in there's, there's like, certain rules and interpretations, yeah. and there's a lot of case law on this, and there's a statutory scheme that addresses this. And you're not here, okay? You've executed your estate plan. You've gone on. You've passed away. You're no longer here to correct anything or to tell people what you really intended. So what we, as the survivors and as the attorney for the survivors and the court, what we have is what is on paper. And and so there are rules of interpretation for what you have on paper. And those rules of interpretation may be different than what you intended, but it is difficult to impossible to actually accomplish what you intended based upon the difference between what you intended in your mind and what was on paper. Yeah, it's awful tough to unwind something that's already in place like that. It really is. And and, and we're not saying that it can't be done, but generally speaking, uh, you know, that's why this plan, early plan often, and having things reviewed periodically is a really good idea to make sure you're not falling into one of these traps and these traps of unintended consequences are real. And uh, so when you have these devices, folks, particularly will-based plans, make sure that your assets are pointed to the will, not to someone else. I mean, there are situations where you may want something to go that way, but generally speaking, if you do a will-based plan, make sure the gun's pointed to the will. Okay? That's right. That's, that's the way it works. And with trust-based planning, it's a little bit easier because we have the opportunity to talk to our clients about funding and the importance of funding and not having a document or a, a trust that doesn't contain anything is not a good result. You did a trust for a reason, fill the bucket up, and that, that mechanism is, is funding. And so it works in both worlds, will-based planning and trust-based planning. You've got to have things pointed in the right direction, and only qualified estate planning attorneys can talk to you about those kind of things. And so one of the things that I, we always want is to understand our own plan. And so if you're, you're sitting there and you, you don't have a plan, of course, you definitely should be contacting us, setting an appointment, and starting to talk with us about getting your plan in place. If you're sitting there this morning, you're drinking that cup of coffee and enjoying the sun coming into the nook, and you've got a plan, and you're sitting there thinking, I don't really actually understand my plan, which is often the case. If you do not understand your plan, you know, we can help you with that as well. You may have an awesome plan. It may be perfect for your situation, but you really should understand your plan. And I, I know that there's a lot of people out there that have plans that really don't understand exactly how their plan works. They've got a general understanding. They think it does X, and it may very well do X, but it may not do X. And you need to know that. Yeah. And, you know, we, we do have initial consultations for estate planning. They are complementary. At Gregory and Associates, we're very proud of that. We also have a life plan organizer that we offer for our uh, prospective clients to sit down, fill out, and answer a bunch of questions about their assets and their liabilities and who the people are in their life. And what that does is it helps people get motivated. It helps them get started. Yep. So if you're interested in you know getting started with your planning, having listened to our show this week or last week or the week before – Give us a call at Gregorick and Associates, 425-284-3450, Monday through Friday, regular business hours. Again, that's Gregorick and Associates. We'll actually answer the phone. We do. 425-284-3450, and have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy it out there.